Hello everyone, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of MOG Channel's podcast. So, we're looking at dominion over sin. Of course, a lot of these things I do stem from the devotionals that we do, the Jesus Vitamins devotionals that we write every single day. Of course, if you want to get access to them, just type Jesus Vitamins on Telegram or you can go on our Instagram page and type Jesus Vitamins. That means go on Instagram, type Jesus Vitamins. You should be able to access them every single day. So today we're looking at dominion over sin and I'll be giving you four tips or four keys that will help you come out of a sinful lifestyle to a lifestyle where you have dominion over sin. So we all began from a place where we were slaves to sin. For me personally, my own experience was growing up loving God so much, but then being powerless to live a holy life. You see, I had a very strong desire for the things of God, but because of my knowledge, I was stuck at a particular level. I ended up doing so many things that I despised in people and I could not help myself till I came across people who helped me to learn a few things from God's word and that transformed me even till this day. There are timeless principles that you can practice and share with other people and they work every single time because they are based on God's word. So the first one is to get born again. Yeah, you heard me, to get born again. You see, there are two kinds of men in this life. And one is the person who is called the natural man. And the other person is the spiritual man or the person who is born again. Jesus said to Nicodemus, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is just simply talking about the Holy Spirit who comes to live inside us. You see, God spoke through a prophet in the Old Testament and he said, I'll take out the stony heart. I'll take out the heart of stone. Talking about the old nature, the nature of sin. Because everyone is born into sin. Because of what Adam did, every human being is born a sinner. So you being born already is a fight. You were born at a disadvantage. You have a nature that is sinful. rebelled against God and that nature that he now had as a result was transferred to us the same way a tree would bear fruits of the same kind that's the same way that the sin nature was transferred to us so you're fighting a losing battle if you're not born again your nature is wired to sin you can do nothing about it you can be educated against it but you cannot counter it. It will be normal for you. You will just want to do it. You can try your best, but even your intentions will be selfish. So the first thing is to be born again, to receive the life of God. That text in the Old Testament said, a new heart and a new spirit will I give to you. So he takes away the old nature and gives you a new nature. The new nature is the nature of God that you receive at salvation and only at salvation. 
and that nature is the empowerment to live a holy life that nature is god's own righteous nature so therefore your nature is now exactly like god's own and so you now have the same capacity as god so that's the first key to overcoming a lifestyle of sin to have dominion over sin the second one is to acknowledge what has happened to you by faith being born again is not enough it's enough in the sense of the capacity and the nature however when it comes to the expression it is not enough you will need to acknowledge what has happened to you philemon chapter 1 verse 6 clearly communicates this particular point it says that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledgement of every good thing in you in christ jesus so look at this every good thing is in you in christ jesus by the holy spirit but it is when you begin to acknowledge to realize to recognize that you become more effective so it starts with me realizing oh i'm no longer a sinner in fact the bible now calls us slaves to righteousness romans chapter 6 verse 18 you have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness so we now have god's nature we are no longer slaves to sin we are now slaves to righteousness we have been chained to god's nature we have been glued to god's nature in fact we have been how will i put it let me put it like this we have been joined to one one entity we are one entity with God. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 16 that he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. So you are joined to him. You cannot be separated anymore. So what is in God is in you. And it is final. So you acknowledge it. You acknowledge it. You realize it. You look at scriptures that tell you who you are. And you begin to confess them. You agree to it. You agree to it and it's by faith because there's nothing outside that tells you you are born again there's nothing externally both in your behavior both in your actions in your thoughts nothing tells you that you are a new person you are a new creature the bible says if any man be in christ he is a new creature all things are passed away all things become new that's second corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 now all things become new you don't see that in your body you don't see that in your thinking but it is true because it is god who has said it god promised us the spirit so all things are new in you you are no longer that person you used to be you are no longer the person who used to sin you are now the righteousness of god in christ jesus that is second corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 the bible says he was made sin who knew no sin that you may become the righteousness of god in him so therefore you have become righteous you are righteous you are god's child god is the one who has come into you god has reproduced himself in you so you are god's child carrying god's nature you are righteous you should say that to yourself right now i am righteous because it's the truth we're not hyping you it is what the bible says and that is humility to just stick with what god's word says about you now after you have acknowledged this there are other things that you want to do which leads us to number three which is change your internal and external environment what does this mean it means first of all you have to understand that your internal environment is your mind you see you are a spirit 
Bible says that you are spirit. The same way God is spirit. And in your spirit, you have changed. So your nature is changed. But you see, you have a mind that mirrors whatever is released to it. So you are you are spirit, but you live in a physical world. And you have a physical body that has physical desires. Now, what we call sin is mostly when you overstep your boundaries when it comes to physical desires. So, for example, God gave you physical desires for sex. But then you can overstep those boundaries because God only designed it to be expressed in marriage. So when you decide to do it outside marriage, overstep the boundaries of your physical desires. Physical desires are not bad, but then you can overstep them. You can go over God's limitation for your desires. And it's God's wisdom that puts those limitations for desires. Now, the first thing you want to do, as I said, in this third thing is you change your internal environment because it is whatever you expose your mind to that will dominate your thoughts, dominate your thinking, and will either enforce the nature of God that is already in you or it will enforce your desires to a higher degree and lead you to sin. So you have to realize, okay, I have a choice here. I can either feed my mind the things that will empower me, the things that belong to my spirit, the word of God that tells me you are righteous, you are holy, that reminds me about who I am, that points me to my nature, or I can feed on things that will literally drive me away from that nature. So this is why we say stay on God's word. You need to stay off certain things. Look, your mind is a computer. Garbage in, garbage out. What you feed your mind is what it will record. It's what it will stay on. And it will always give it back to you. So, if you have pornographic magazines, if you have certain friends that make you do certain things because of the kind of language they use, you watch certain movies and things that you know influence you, these things always influence us. Every person is subject to influence. There is no one who is above influence. So don't ignore just that person that you call a friend who you realize every time you're around the person you want to smoke, you want to drink, you want to fornicate and things. There are many things you need to cut off. Because you see, you starve the mind of what is not your nature and begin to expose your mind to what is your nature. And what happens is that the life of God automatically flows and you realize that certain things just die off by themselves. So it's the songs. Don't say songs don't affect you. Please, they do. Don't say what I watch does not affect me. It's a lie. It affects you more than you can imagine. And the truth is that, look, at this stage, if you're listening to this, you may be that person drowning in sin. So don't argue. Do you understand? Don't argue till you've tried it. It's first of all from God's word. But then we're trying to help you to experience this in your life. So you start from that. You clear out the jog. Push those things away. Push them away. And then feast on God's word. You can do it through sermons and teachings. There are lots of them. And of course, if you ever need any you can always send us a message on our ig channel which is at we are yen or the jesus vitamins page and we will get back to you and provide you sermons teachings you can listen to that will help educate your mind further and further about who you have become in jesus christ so that is now that is your internal environment but then the external environment i've already mentioned some elements which is the people around you the influence around you 
you have to realize there are certain friends that push you to sin. So you want to cut off from certain people for the period where you say, I want to make a commitment to holy living. That's one thing, cut off from people. You can take a block of time, let's just say two weeks, three weeks, and say for this period, I'm going to starve my flesh. I'm going to starve my mind of things that are not of God and I'm going to stay on the things that are of God. And this includes TV, remove certain things, friends, just block certain things and feast on who you are. After a while, you just realize that your mind gets accustomed to who you really are. Your mind begins to conform to the true nature that is on your inside and you realize your desires will begin to change. Your desires will begin to change. You just realize, oh, I want more things of God. I begin to enjoy the things of God. I begin to want to fellowship with other believers. My thoughts become pure again. You know, I see sin and I'm, 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 what's the word? I'm, I abhor it. I'm, I'm disgusted by it. This is the power of renewing your mind. So definitely you want to change your external environment and your internal environment. And the last one is be accountable. Be accountable. You see, it's easy to say these things, but in reality, for you to want to change, you may be able to start by yourself just by the steps that I have listed out. But you will need people in your life who are Christians, who are committed to see you, seeing you grow spiritually. And then you can go together with them on the journey that will change your life. I took this decision years ago in my university, in my second year. I took out three weeks. I said, I have my entire life to live anyhow, but let me see if this Jesus thing works. And I took out three weeks to starve my flesh and feed my mind with things that belong to my spirit. And that led me on a revolutionary journey and is responsible for the person I have become. It's also worthy of note that you should think of also adding like 20-30 minutes of prayer every day because prayer also releases power and that power helps your Christian life. It helps you to live a holy life. So be accountable. If you're in your church, meet your pastor, say, I want to be accountable. Hold me accountable to this thing I want to do. If you take this decision, you will not regret it. Okay, that's all for today. I hope you learned something crucial that will change your life. This is MOG channel where we help you to see a real and practical Christianity from God's word. You have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.